that. Boy, for real. Fucking for Golly. real. Son of a bitch. That's like yeah. the greatest like, ever. And I like, didn't hit that's record. That was like one of the best ever blowjobs. Best like, ever blowjobs, and I didn't hit record. So not only did I fuck up a facial, I didn't it, record the blowjob. Great. I can't do no more. My dick is hurting. Jerry! Sign fuck. So, what I was thinking is. You, you should add something to this uh, the story you're writing. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess a bit. Picture, picture a Twilight Zone episode, right? Yeah, the, the door is spinning. Yeah. The weird random objects are spinning in the background of the black and white. Picture a door. Behind this door, I'm getting fucked in the ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. My flappers are open for you. It's my ass is behind this door, ready to be fucked. So, so yeah. picture to yourself <laughs> a sushi establishment in 1978. 1978, that's so specific. Why, why are you questioning the date of all things? I'm not, but go on. Of, out of everything I've said so far. It's a sushi. You said one thing, Twilight Zone sushi restaurant. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. And then, well, well, in fairness to Robert, immediately when you said Twilight Zone, he was like, well, I got to get fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, sushi yeah. without a little rim job? The power of imagination. I can think very easily of me being fucked in the ass. <laughs> 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 okay, so, so 1978 sushi restaurant. What's going on with that? It's a sushi restaurant. It's a sushi restaurant in 1978, right? And there's a guy who comes into the sushi restaurant every day, and he wants the fugu, the deadly fugu, the puffer the fish. The deadly fugu? No, blowfish. Sorry, I'm, I'm an idiot. The, the blowfish that kills you if you eat it wrong or if you make it wrong or whatever. Yeah, yeah, if you cut in even and just gets... slightly a wrong part of it, you're dead. Yeah, that's the fish. That's that fish. That's that fish. That's and, that uh... fish. <laughs> My, uh, this is my game show coming in the fall to CBS All Access. That's that fish. <laughs> That's that it's fucking like fish, boys. right, but they're just guessing fish. Well, we'll get to the we'll get to the segment. But okay, like, okay. Uh, so the guy goes into the sushi restaurant. He orders fugu every day for two years. This man's been ordering the fugu, and Taisho happily obliges him with the fugu. Right. Okay. And after two years, someone else orders the fugu. This hasn't happened before. So it's only this guy has been ordering the fugu. Only this one guy has been ordering fugu. And, and this guy's, and he's only ordering fugu. He does not, he's not ordering anything else. It's not like, I want some side of rice. I'd like an asahi. Black. He's not even do like fugu sashimi or fugu sushi with the, or nigiri. Just, just fugu on a fucking, on a platter. With a bit of ginger and wasabi. Okay. Yeah. yeah a little gari, you know? But then this man, the strange man, orders the fugu. He takes one bite and perishes in the appropriate time frame. Wow. Okay. So it's this is the exact same fugu he's been getting. <laughs> I, lo I love that. Although you can't confirm the time frame, you're like, he perished several years later from a stroke. It was unrelated. Uh, <laughs> in the appropriate time frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Within 20 minutes of him eating the fugu, he's dead. Unlike yeah. the other guy who's been eating it for years. It, and then the, the guy who eats the fugu is back. And he orders the fugu again, and he he's survived the ordeal. And the the Taisho looks on perplexed as the fugu man departs and is then hit by a car. <laughs> and then the fugu man stands up and walks away as if nothing had happened. So this guy can't die. 
Yeah. Oh, that's what's implied. Where? What was the point of this? I just got a question. I, I, I like it on its face. I like this, and I would like to write a story about this, but what was the point of it putting it on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Malcolm. He brought the Craig in. <laughs> listen we have we gotta meet our weekly um yeah and the queen quota. just died so like we have oh, to date sorry. it yeah, too that's, that's oh right. yeah on. sorry robert was insistent he's like oh the queen has died my uh we have to record one in her honor i said one thing yeah he of... goes he's like i'm gonna have a sober september and then the queen dies and he's bored deep into a pack of uh Four deep? I'm sorry. I think you mean seven deep. <laughs> okay, I was trying to make you look better than you. No, <laughs> that's why I was having a sober September. Yeah, because I have a yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah. So sober September relapse also September. Uh, to date the podcast, it is September eighth at eight fifteen p.m. Pacific Standard Time. My cock is facing north northwest. <laughs> I am facing south. I'm facing west. I live by the the American Gardens building. You son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna fly down and fight you, Robert. Are you, are you legitimately facing south right now? I actually am. Yeah. Could you do me a favor? Could you face like? Could you face east, and I'll face west? Okay, I'm I'm doing it. We are metaphorically touching tips. <laughs> You, you know, you know, we're we're metaphorically docking, as, as the kids call it. I yeah. feel your metaphorical foreskin wrap around my metaphorical foreskin. So, so if I like turn the other way, does that mean we're metaphorically fucking in each other in the ass? Only if it's implied. But who's? I uh, know that would be metaphorically you fucking me in the ass because well, would you're, that be euphemistically? You're eastbound to me. I'm eastbound to your rectum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, this has been a very funny joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to see how far this was gonna go. Um, <laughs> Twenty uh, seconds too far. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm is just watching this car crash happen. He's fucking ambulance chasing. I'm watching. I yeah. I, I'm a lawyer in this situation. I'm in the corner. I'm, I've got some binoculars, and I'm and I say I'm bird watching at night. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm's uh, just like he's in the theoretical bushes to the north just going yeah look at those Malcolm hold on just just out of respect of course for the loss that your your nation your commonwealth are facing would you like to say a few words about the queen yeah I guess I'll say this Um, it's gonna be uh, I can't wait for America to obsess over her death more than Canada (laughs) I cannot wait for that Uh, you can't wait to have Prince Charles on your money. Oh, God, that bucktooth fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 78. Like, it's like he's not young. It's the best. Yeah, the next two choices are him, that, you know, the guy who doesn't have a chin, um, like, really doesn't have a chin, or his balding son. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So it's it's Prince Harry. No, no, it's no, Prince, it's Prince William. Prince William. That's right. He he was the one who married Meghan, not Meghan Markle. No, he no, he well, well, well he married he married Kate Middleton. That's and he, right. The, the rumor about Prince William is that he and this is true. They call him in royal circles, the Prince of Pegging. Oh. Oh, okay. Because uh, because apparently 
he solicits uh, women of the night to fuck, to fuck him, him in the ass in with the plastic ass. objects. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with God. dildos. Oh, yeah. God, he just like me, for real. For real, he just, <laughs> just like me. me, for real, for real. For real, for real. Yeah, Harper, you're just like, oh, my God, a relatable king for once. <laughs> Yes, King. Yes, King. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know, what's lube without some salt? It is lube. When you want that grind in your hole. Grind in the rectum. I'm being serious here, Malcolm. I want you to say something sentimental about the goddamn queen. I'll tell you, this is not a funny story. Okay. She ruled. I saw this today on Twitter and I did the math. It's correct. She ruled for 30% of American history. How does that fucking. Isn't that terrifying? Well, America's not very old, right? Yeah, sure. But it's still less than one third of our fucking history. Just under. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just a second here, Robert. Our friend is trying to grieve. A very personal loss. <laughs> a very personal. Uh, it's a spiritual grandmother. Exactly, like a Walmart mother. What I the only story that I have of the Queen is that in 2002, I my father uh, took me to a Vancouver Canucks game. It was a, the Vancouver Canucks against the San Jose Sharks. That it's an NHL game. None of this sounds real. I'm just going to This is this real. Out. You can this, this is, is real. American. What those are real hockey teams. What are you, you just cuz you don't watch hockey. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You guys live up there. You live in a fantasy land and I don't believe it. <laughs> well, uh, finally adopting progressive principles. The only sport that's real in Robert's heart is baseball. And that's it's a true. dying no, sport. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a sport that's, a, that's about to go out the way the queen did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, out the back with a shotgun by her by her kids. Robert, you're, you're a big baseball fan, right? I do love baseball, yeah. All right, so if I showed you six photos of white guys, would you be able to pick out who Mike Trout is? Mike Trout? No fucking way. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Trout, from what I hear in baseball circles, is apparently the best baseball player in the world. And yet I could not tell you who that man is. Uh, doesn't he play for the Mets? I'm fucking No, he sorry. plays for the Eagles. Fuck! I'm sorry. I, I only care about that one pitcher for the Mets who is an absolutely fucking bomb-ass pitcher in the world. Mike Trout. You know what Mike Trout looks like? He looks like the fucking dude from Shadow over Innsmouth. Like, you know, you have that fucking face. He had the Innsmouth look. That's what Mike uh, Trout looks like. And his name is Michael Nelson Trout. It is the fucking, there's no such thing as fantasy at this point. Fantasy in real life has gone full circle. Yeah, Mike Trout looks like his stepdad is Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. That was good. Oh, that wonderful. Good. Nice. No, no, Harper, I, 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 I very much encourage you to Google Mike Trout and the and just see the Innsmouth look that he has. Mike Trout. Exactly spelled exactly how you think it does. Oh, uh, he does. He has that particular slope. Doesn't he? You oh know? my god. Yeah, that's incredible. It looks like <laughs> he was he was like beamed on the head as a child. <laughs> Well, yeah, he was playing bass. He was on the road to being the greatest baseball player that's alive right now that no one knows about. And then he got this man, in the head. This man has made hundreds of millions of dollars playing at baseball. <laughs> yeah, he's made hundreds of millions of dollars playing a very fake sport. Good for him. Man is but a very ugly caterpillar to he who observes him with the solar microscope, Malcolm. 
and I will be that god that that ant that curses God from a blade of grass. Okay, this <laughs> this guy looks like an absolute slow-brained idiot. The best baseball player in the world right now is Jacob Degrom, and that's it. That's a, that sounds like a hot take. Uh, I don't know anything the about that best game. Pitcher, statistically, the best pitcher of all time. You need to use statistics to tell you who the best player yes, is. Yes, because it's fucking baseball and how that—that's how it works. Incorrect. The the real answer is Shohei Otani. All right, he's the best one alive. Go right go now. Tigers, right? Go Tigers. No, Let's he's go. an Angels player. He's Mike Trout's teammate. No one watches the fucking Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> they have two of the best players in the world, and they cannot make it to the postseason. That's how <laughs> fucked baseball is. <laughs> I haven't given a shit about baseball. Since since they were making baseball movies in the nineties to early two thousands, I don't think anyone's given a shit about once Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> you you mean the animated rat? This is my theory about baseball. Baseball was at its best when everyone was fucking on roids, all right? And if they want to bring back good baseball that people care about, they gotta roid it up. All right. I want I want big arms. Little dicks. No, baseball. You you know what? You're right. You're completely right. Baseball was perfect when everyone was on roids and and chewing fucking tobacco while they had a stogie at the corner of their mouth. So fucking true. So badass. That's true. I want morbidly obese men to hit home runs. Exactly. And and trot and trot around the base. Somehow they have the power to beat every single person right now, no matter how tall, no matter how strong they are. I also want their, I want pitchers to to also like be playing until they're like almost 50 years old and, and smoke between innings. (laughs) The re the reason I want fucking base. I want a fucking pitcher to go on and play the distance. The only way, he retires if his arm literally falls out of his socket and goes flying like a foul ball and some nice 10 year old with a smile as big as a fucking ruler comes down and catches it and looks up at his stepdad who's obviously raw dogging his mom and being like I caught it dad I caught it and it's the very first time he was ever called dad and it feels amazing and that's what baseball is all about Fuck you, idiot. Oh, my Piece God. Piece of shit story. Fuck, Why don't a- you go tell People Magazine, huh? Oh, my God. I love that so much. I don't fucking Reader's care what digest. you fucking assholes yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, Reader's Digest bullshit. <laughs> this, this kid is reinventing relationships with the dad he, he wished he had, and you guys are that's a That's the type of story that my, that my grandfather dies on the toilet reading. Dies on the toilet. Dude, that reminds me of a story I was told in the Japanese class. Okay. Yeah, the, with the with your professor who was eventually arrested for no, that was we will not talk about. That was unconfirmed. It was confirmed, but, and you know it was confirmed. Uh, yeah, but we were told by other teachers to stop spreading rumors, no matter how true they were. <laughs> so okay, what is the story? There's a story about this guy who's uh, who's dirt broke and needs to feed his family. So around the fair time, he opens up a porta a porta john, basically that runs off a yen coin. Okay. Of some of some characteristic, I don't know what their funny money does over there. So they're at a baseball field. There, there's a porta john outside the baseball field. Who cares where they are? They're at the red light district or some shit. And, a, <laughs> and like a fucking luxury pooper opens up right next to his, and all the people are paying like five yen more to use it. So what he does is he fucking sits in the luxury pooper. 
so his is the only one that's available to crap in. And he sits in there so long that he dies of like spinal stenosis. <laughs> he doesn't just get like hemorrhoids or something. He just literally dies. Yeah, he just dies. That's how the story was told to me. But, but why? Because you have to believe in something. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to believe in something. Well, guess what? That kid catching that pitcher's arm, <laughs> he believed in something too. Uh, <laughs> with his awkward right turn. All right, so I'm so talking about uh, stories, stories that are real and that you can believe in. <laughs> Malcolm knows this is death. He's going. Yeah, on. this is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to save you uh, because we you we all interrupted my story, which is I no was, no I, no. I Don't say we NHL, all. So in 2002, in October of 2002, my father, Ross McLeod, my father, your father, <laughs> Ross McLeod, a very so, real person. To, <laughs> he was a real person. Um, wow. Oh no. He died. He, well, he's dead to me. And everyone else, because he died. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. This is the stupidest joke. <laughs> Just tell your fucking story. Yeah, well, okay, 2002, your father, Ross McLeod, of the McLeod clan. Yeah, it's, Octo- it's October 2002. Uh, Ross McLeod, uh, the, uh, an Italian-Scottish man, more Italian than he was scottish even though he had a scottish last name and then gave me the most scottish name in the world despite you being a very italian man yeah the, the most uh, alfredo neoke neoke uh oh, here we go again uh, you, know you know what's so funny about being an immigrant family from anywhere yeah, Polak. Is that if if you end up in Chicago, exactly. If you end up in Chicago for whatever reason, it's like your culture just gets obliterated and replaced with an Italian culture. <laughs> yeah, like, Mr. Hello, Mr. Polak. How you doing? Yeah, my- okay, okay. Now we have to actually listen to this story. Listen, my dad was a guy who at one point he had a, a he he bought a PT Cruiser back in the two thousands, and he got a custom plate that said "YY guy" on it. And now, why? What would you? Wait, what wait, do you wait, think? wait, wait, wait. Why, why, what? Sorry, why, why, guy? Why, why, guy? Okay. Yeah, why, why, guy? Now think about this for for a minute or two. What? Why would you put why, why beside each other? Yes, yes. Uh, it's the airport indicators for Canada. No, what he was looking to do was he was trying to be like, oh, I'm a wise guy, right? Too why? Wise. Why? 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 Guy? Why didn't he do and, like YYZ guy? Well, that's what, guy. Well, that's that what everyone good. told him. Basically, he did. He had this license plate for like two months. He kept getting called gay by all of his friends, <laughs> 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 and he and he took out. He not only got called gay because he of the license plate. He also bought a fucking PT cruiser. And so. it's also 2002. You know, yeah. like the other height of gay panic besides the 80s. Yeah, exactly. That was the funny you know, height of gay panic. Yeah, this is this was a time when it was just like. Uh, you're, you're, people were like, "You're listening to Queen, dude." <laughs> <You know? laughs> awesome. Yeah, you didn't enlist in the army to slaughter fucking Iraqi children. So to continue the story, uh, this is the only my only encounter with the Queen. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was what it was. <laughs> so it's October 2002. The, my dad has taken me and my brother, McLeod. Um, 
almost said his name wrong. Um, yeah, yeah um, and his wonderful it, dogs and the cats that I love very much. Cut that out. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a certain standard to obtain here on the Seinfeld podcast. We can't go around exactly. saying we love cats and dogs. We, we can't say the name of his cats and or dogs. You could say it. I'll just I'll dox those dogs. His name was Beasley, and he's a very <laughs> handsome boy. Well, we are just losing cool factor by the second. Yes, he's got two. He's got two French bulldogs. He's got he's got Oscar and Beasley, two French bulldogs. He's got a cat named Daenerys, uh, or they call her Danny. Where the fuck are we? What's going on? What what was your story about the fucking queen? Where are we? <laughs> Listen, this is a story that I don't think we're going to... I'm going to... We will get through this. Listeners on this podcast are being like, what the fuck? I need to know what the fuck this means. I haven't even set up the story. There, there will be something salvageable off of this, and I will make it the queen no, story. I think this is better than the last time, the before last time we go. Not, not last night, yeah, yeah, the yeah. time before last. As long as none of us simulate saying any forbidden language, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> so, okay, it's October. <laughs> it's 2002. I'm at GM Place. It's now called Rogers Arena. Uh, GM Place watching the San Jose Sharks take on my Vancouver Canucks. Wait, did you say the, the Rogers Arena? It's now called Rogers Arena. It was at the time called GM Place. Dude, that's crazy. I lost my virginity to the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, it was it was 2011. Uh, Logan Couture. <laughs> uh, send me a DM on Snapchat. It was a steamy night after a wonderful home game it was especially steamy because of the differential temperatures between the ice den and the, the blonde <laughs> yeah buck your your uh, japanese teacher was like uh do you know what a bukkake is uh you're like no teacher teach <laughs> well, me and then teach he, he was, me well guess what i have I, some friends it's called they play in the for a team called the sharks <laughs> i will not have this slander go on for kizodi sensei okay <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so you watch the Canucks versus the Sharks. What yeah. going on there? And what made this game special? The Sharks uh, cheated. <laughs> uh, maybe. No, it was, uh, <clears throat> was that uh, Queen Elizabeth II was in the arena. She dropped the puck before oh, the game wow. in recognition of her own Golden Jubilee. Now, what? I don't know what a golden jubilee. We is. just recently had her platinum jubilee, and now she's dead. What yeah. the fuck are you guys talking? I'm sorry. I'm from a, a place where we can say whatever we want without fear or consequences. So can you tell me what the fuck a jubilee is? I assume that has something to do with her age. It's the uh, anniversary of coronation. So a platinum jubilee, I think, is is seventy years since the coronation. I was going to say 10 million people observed or something like that. It's like the World of Warcraft. <laughs> 10 million people slaughtered in the in the British colonialism tradition. <laughs> yeah. By the way, black Twitter had a great day today. Oh, I'm sure they did. Irish Twitter had a fucking fantastic Everyone day but today. English Twitter had a fantastic day. Every day. Yeah, exactly. This is a this is a good day not to be English. So thank God for that. Yeah. Um, Come out all you black and tans. <laughs> Come out and fight me. You like can't a sing man. that because they will think they will think you're racist. That's this is something I've learned. Yeah, recently. you're you're a racist against people from uh, Liverpool. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm serious. People people don't know that black and tans are like English officers. So uh, yeah. mostly white people will accuse you of being racist for saying 
fight me black and dance. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is actually kind of funny. That's true. And we'll, and you'll be singing that in a park in like the south side of Chicago. And then we'll be like, hey, you want to go get him? And then, and then Harper <laughs> and I will run away from Robert. We literally talked about this on our on our third episode, what I think is our third episode. But like we're talking about like, so long as you don't fuck with people on the south side of Chicago and you're white, you, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's such bullshit, by the way. You guys are not speaking from lived experiences at all in that moment. <laughs> okay, I think okay, okay, Mr. Chicago. How do you fucking think it is? How, how many days? How many? Uh, how many days have you been in Chicago? Well, first, uh, I stopped by the street vendors who serve. Uh, <laughs> you get that Chicago very, dog and that Chicago, fucking pepperoncini yeah. part on that hot dog destroys your diet. This is a big mistake that that uh, foreigners to Chicago like to make. They they still call the hot dog a glizzy when they enter Chicago. Don't call that no, a glizzy. Glizzy beer. is a gun. And anyone, okay, listeners, everybody, Wait, glizzy is a <laughs> fucking Listen, gun. a glizzy, whoa, 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 whoa. a glizzy is not a gun. A glizzy is uh is a warm meat sausage. It's a meat tube that you can no. put between two buns, <laughs> squirt some fucking ketchup, get a little bit of that Dijon mustard. Dijon. Or, yeah, get a little bit relish. You know, add, I'm sorry if add, you have experience with your dad being the YY guy, but no. <laughs> a glizzy is a Glock handgun. No, that's what a glizzy is. People call a hot dog add, a glizzy. Add some onions. A get a little bit of sauerkraut. In so what hold carnival? on, so hold on. Then what is a glizzy guzzler then? Someone who fucking no, no, that existed po- post post. <laughs> well, you need to catch up on your urban dictionary reading. I don't know what to tell you. Glizzy is a sausage between two soft pillowy mounds of dough. And... <laughs> no, no. Originally, a glizzy was a Glock handgun, and then it became an, a euphemism for a dick, and now it's a euphemism for a goddamn hot dog. Yeah, isn't English wonderful? God save. God save the fucking queen. English is fucking fantastic. If you t- tuned into this podcast to learn the wonderful language of American English. I have a surprise for you. I'm on UrbanDictionary.com. I've looked up Glizzy, and here, <laughs> and here's some of the top top uh, submissions. All right, this is these are like ones oh that yes, are very much lot a lot of thumbs ups. All right, yeah. So Glizzy, a hot dog, and they and the example they go is <laughs> they, the the example they use is Pops wasted no time to throw the Glizzy. He a real Glizzy gladiator. <laughs> uh, uh, another one is um... <laughs> oh, no. come on come on you can uh, do it <laughs> okay the other one is glizzy it's a fucking hot dog uh, the, <laughs> and their, and their sentence they used is if you need this glizzy you could take mine pop smoke a real one share into glizzy and that was posted by Pussy Slayer 42Q69. A very reliable source. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay, now I have a single question on this. Where yeah. does the word glizzy come from, if not from a Glock fucking handgun? Well, the, the, I've got one, and this one has a theory. This one might answer your question, all right? Okay, okay. This is on UrbanDictionary.com. So they say glizzy, glizzy, short for glizabeth. <laughs> you, know, you know glizzy 
Sure, for Elizabeth, that's the sentence they provided. I think that's, that's accurate. Um, no, that yeah, is yeah. Let's get the most up votes next to the I'm Gliz, that's yeah, the name yeah, of the yeah, user. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth II, rest <laughs> in peace yeah. today. I can't wait for her, her glorination. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, I actually Google what the what a fucking jubilee is, by the way. It's every 25 years is a jubilee. So she had her first jubilee in 25 years. Then she had her golden jubilee in 50 and a platinum jubilee in 25. A hundred years is a diamond jubilee. What do you, does, do you, does that even, is it worth a damn? No, of course it isn't. Okay, well, I, I suppose that we've wasted a lot of time. <laughs> it's British monarchy, Harper. Of course it doesn't mean shit or no, valued I, shit. I get it, but back to the very pressing conversation about the glizzy. Yes, the very pressing conversation. Is yeah. Malcolm's dad gay? <laughs> <laughs> is so Malcolm why, why a guy? Now, if you were a normal man, go up on the street and you saw the license plate, why, why guy? Did you think that man was a glizzy gobbler? Yeah. No, he's a glizzy gladiator, right? Because apparently no, 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 the no, other no. – this is another um, another uh, definition. It's this one, I like glizzies, so official source. Um, it goes, a glizzy, according to I like glizzies, is when a male inserts a Benning sausage into their <laughs> asshole, then so turns into a glizzy gladiator. And then the example is it's Todd, and Todd's talking to Todd too in this one, all right? So okay. Todd – Look how big that glizzy is. And then Todd, too, goes, yeah, man, that's gong up on me. So can be a gladiator. Now, yeah. you want to know what a Benning sausage is? What is a Benning sausage? No, I don't uh, want to know what a fucking right. Benning, a Benning sausage is. <laughs> it's a Benning sausage is a sexual encounter between two or more adults in the car park of a Benning's warehouse. <laughs> right, this is far. And then it goes, what are you this, up this... to? Uh, what do you get up to Sunday? Just had a Bunning sausage with a guy from Grinder. Oh, uh, oh, apparently, okay. I looked up what Bunning's warehouse is. All right. Malcolm is on the gay hookup rabbit hole right now. <laughs> let's, be, let's be real. The, the, uh, the beginning of this podcast started with you talking about the Twilight Zone and about getting fucked in the ass. Yeah, so, yeah. so this ride that we're on, Started no, we are in a very yeah, podcast. yeah. We are a very homoerotic ride right now. This is yeah. a, a straight we're, and narrow. To be honest, we're really queer baiting. This is a really none of us are gay. Episode. I'm sorry, viewers. Baiting, <laughs> baiting. <laughs> we um baiting. What are you? What are you guys talking about? I'm um, spread open here. I'm waiting for you guys. The only bait. The only baiting I'm doing is masturbating. Uh, uh, Okay, so anyways, it's October of 2002. (laughs) It's not October. (laughs) No, it's not October now that when we're recording this. I'm saying it's October 2002, uh, 20 years ago when uh, my father took Uh, me and my brother. I thought you just said it was 2011. No, this this was 2002, all right? That's when the Golden Jubilee happened. The Golden Jubilee was 50 years into Queen Elizabeth's the second's reign. No, yeah, yeah, no. His dad died in 2000. My my dad died in 2011. Oh, he actually did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was making oh. a joke. Months after the Canucks lost game seven of the Stanley Cup finals, a game in which I attended and then I had to deal with getting home 
uh, through a riot. Oh, fucking nice. yeah. What's a good sports game without a riot? Outside, the Olympics had happened like literally like a year before. And then like the next year, it's like, oh, they're rioting because the, the Canucks lost the Stanley Cup finals to the Boston Bruins. Um, it's okay. The Wings will win or whatever they say. Detroit the Wings. wings. Oh, fuck the Detroit Wings. <laughs> the Wings and, uh, you know, the Ducks. Let's go, Ducks. Let's go, Ducks. Let's go. Let's go. I'm out for a rip here, and I'm Canadian. I've got to cheer for the Ducks. Is that, is that, your, is that a good impression of you there, Malcolm? I, I can't judge uh, my own impression contest. Okay. Harper, can we – we did this on last episode. Not the last episode, but the last episode I listened to. <laughs> we, did, we did the our impression. Malcolm and I did an impression of you. Can you do an impression of Malcolm real quick? All right. Um, I'm gay. I'm a millennial. Um, I love getting my ass eaten out. Uh, I eat ass. I'm a, I'm a minor local celebrity, Malcolm McLeod. Oh, they piss off my dog. I'm sorry. Oh, is that Sarge? He's yeah, a good boy. No, he's being very fucking naughty. Not a naughty boy. Sarge uh, on his no. on his. Oh, first... naughty dog, like the video game company. Uh, yeah, they just released their remaster of uh, The Last of Us One, and it's terrible. Looks like uh, Sarge needs a new master guys i wanted to um i wanted to go and do a quick seg okay but, but i will have to point out that this this is a sarge this is sarge first like showcase on the podcast yeah if, if you were able to hear him um he is a, a beautiful singing voice he's a sweet boy which he uses to wake me up in the middle of the night to tell me that he needs water when he has water what kind of dog <laughs> is uh sarge he's a german shepherd I don't know what else he's mixed with, but it's not all German Shepherd, and he's not all there. I don't think he's also fat. He's he's a plump boy. He's <laughs> a plump he's, German Shepherd mix. I'm I should be running him around a lot, but the the problem is is like taking a dog to a dog park is a terrible idea. It's just asking for worms and fleas, and fleas. fleas and My tits. brother's dogs both have fleas now because they've been going to a dog park like often. And dude, ticks are such a fucking nightmare. I lived in a house where we were in in like a central part of town, you know, a downtown area. And there was just ticks everywhere because it's the neighborhoods that you live in over there. And there's you can't get rid of them. You can like put diatomaceous earth everywhere you fucking can. Food safe diatomaceous earth. And it can only do so much. There's still fucking ticks. Was this with um when you were living? Yeah, with yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Sven, a very sweet boy. Yeah, I, I definitely remember pulling a tick off that dog. Yeah, it's just you can't do anything. But we tried. Believe me, I tried, especially to fucking like do the collars and the diatomaceous earth and and the the front line fucking plus. But it's yeah. really is not enough. Like in America, they really don't give you like strong enough stuff to actually get rid of ticks or fleas. Or well, yet. neighbors, you know, all the neighbors got fucking dogs and they don't really care if their dogs have ticks so you just have ticks and like i i eventually moved and we all moved and all of our dogs just suddenly didn't have ticks anymore it's crazy how that happens <laughs> yeah that's yeah. A, just a real act of god well yeah when you don't live by a dirty ass river or anything like that yeah, <laughs> you're less likely to have a fucking ticks in your yeah. dogs. The fun, fun fact about that river it just dried out. Yeah. yeah, we are in a 20, 30 year drought and we're all going to die of environmental collapse. Yeah, Robert's really fixated on this particular uh, death fantasy that he seems to have, I, don't, I wouldn't say conjured because there's sufficient data to suggest that it might be happening. But mm -hmm. his constant reminding me is not doing my mental health any favors. <laughs> uh, 
it's just like you can't you just start off a kind of, hey you know how's the weather he's like oh it's a little hot today i was like yeah it's been heating up he's like yeah the world's 1.5 degrees hotter as a whole and we're gonna die a fucking environmental death caused by food shortages no my my main thing is that i'm talking about i'm gonna start talking no it's what i am talking about really <laughs> is that like the the actual like growing temperature of wheat the yield starts dropping off after a certain temperature and the worldwide temperature right now is only like three degrees off from when it drops like from like 30 percent minus yield 60 percent minus yield and so we're all going to starve to death and yeah that's fun they wouldn't let that happen robert they need people they need good little worker bees like us what would what would we what would they do like seriously like you'll you'll be getting a delicious substance known as soylent. Uh, <laughs> you'll be getting a delicious substance known as frog. And when you die, don't worry, you'll be turned into uh, soylent. I'm going to be turned into fertilizer for whatever like indoor fucking factories growing our corn nowadays, as the workers sip graciously on the frog that they were given. I wanted to... Uh, yeah, what is your segment? I'm sorry for putting it in such a fucking dark tone. No, it was going to come to this eventually. I acknowledge that. I think any listener of the brand has to acknowledge it as well. Um, <laughs> the brand. The sign fuck brand. The brand. The celebrated sign fuck Yeah, we're fuck. a brand. We're not a uh, We're not a podcast. We're a brand. We're an opportunity. We're... Um... We're a movement of like-minded individuals who are uh, coming to make you a better person. So if you want the secrets to our success, uh, Venmo me at signfuck. Venmo him $300. The email at hotmail.com. Exactly. Okay. What is your segment there, Harper? I would like to take this opportunity to record some preemptive apologies. In the All event right. that we <laughs> okay. have to air them out after the things that we say are inevitably heard by somebody. So I'll be leaving out some spaces and I encourage you guys to formulate your own sincere apologies that we can go back and plug in events and dates at later. <clears throat> My loyal viewers and dearest friends, I have been racked with guilt over the things that I've said on, on the episode of sign fuck <laughs> leaving the blanket <laughs> it has caused me such emotional turmoil to think about the people that i've hurt when i said that i have not slept since our last recording <laughs> which was yesterday <laughs> i would like to take this opportunity to say that i was wrong i was wrong about all of you and you, and I, from the bottom of my heart, apologize for all the terrible things I said concerning your, and hope you can forgive me. Thank you. <laughs> all right, Robert, it's your turn. My loyal viewers, I am really sorry for saying those awful things. Obviously, me being a budding liberal intellectual, I would never mean any of those things that I very obviously said and to the camera, into the microphone for profit. I forced him to say them, frankly. Exactly. The people I were, was around at this time weren't 
the best people to put myself around. I realized through this whole entire process that maybe I should have surrounded myself with people who were better for me, who were more socially just. But I, in my short-sightedness, let it go and let my own inhibitions take over in the pursuit of profit. And so I want to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the pursuit of profit. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest bit about it? Because I'm just totally lying in the pursuit of profit. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, Malcolm, you got a good apology in you? Apologizing, yeah, I've, got, rocks. I've got one. Let's go. Uh, to my uh, dear uh, loyal audience, uh, I come before you a humbled, <laughs> proud, straight, white, cisgender male. Well, well, are you humble or proud or what? <laughs> I'm both. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm humble. Yeah, yeah. He's humble in the streets, <laughs> proud in the sheets. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we know you slang and go on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it has been a difficult time after the events of i understand <laughs> that some of you don't want to hear my deep voice anymore his deep dulcet tones i understand that some of you see me as a monster and now i know that i've been sponsored by monster energy that's to be given but i cannot control what I say, I'm a free speech absolutist. Absolutist, absolutely. Advocate absolutist. We a... can't decide what the AdSense says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an advocate for the power of speech. For <laughs> and speech without consequence. Exactly. Yeah. Speech for white men everywhere. It seems that I was wrong in that regard. For I now understand that my speech comes with consequences. So I present my mind to you, the audience, and I will do my best as a straight, white, cisgender male to do what I should have done from the beginning and listen to women. <laughs> to, to, to women. Can you puncture with this by screaming, I'm sorry, I'm white? I'm sorry. Okay, we're not doing the amazing, amazing atheist right now. We're not fucking doing that shit. I'm sorry. I forgot that was straight. The, I'm, I, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm white. He scourges himself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm male. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm born with a gender identity that I and that aligns with me. That I was both assigned and accepted. Sorry, I jo joined the Blood and Boins Bones fraternity. <laughs> the at skull Dartmouth. and bones. The skull and, skull and bones. Yeah, no, no, it's blood and bones. A different fraternity, Harper. Thank you. We don't really work for the State Department. I'm sorry, I said that I made love to my first girlfriend and not just fucked her. Wow. <laughs> Right? Can you believe this game? God damn. What are you going to hold her hand? There's nothing more gay than loving somebody else. I'm living the Ooh. curse of my father and being called gay by my friends. <laughs> yeah, you're going to you're going to you're going to get a, the same license plate, the same like vanity license plate. It's just going to say XX guy. 
Yeah, XX guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's XX guy. I think that guy doesn't fuck. <laughs> let me put this. Sh- let me put the ship back on course here, boys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Have you ever heard of Keck's prophecy? No, what's no. That? I mean, I know what Keck is, but I don't know specifically if he had a prophecy. Yeah. So, a little background for for those who are uninitiated into the, the <laughs> meme magic saga. This is sounding a little bit too much like Q. The, the <laughs> meme magic saga of the presidential election of 2016. <laughs> oh Jesus! It is Q. <laughs> no, no, no. It's very different. It's very funny. I promise. I promise. It's okay, funny. okay, okay. Um, there were. A large number of posters that would engage in dubs gets threads to try to get matching numbers at the end of their posts to give their questions validity sort of like a magic eight ball on 4chan right yeah yeah if you had a quint that means you had six of the same numbers on your serial number yeah, for your yeah, post exactly so uh the avatar of choice at this time was a frog named pepe and uh <laughs> pepe <laughs> Being Known a international hate symbol, Pepe. We eventually see the bastardization of the word LOL being, well, the acronym LOL being bastardized to Keck because LOL, while used in the Orcish tongue in World of Warcraft, translates to Keck. Yes, yes. So top Keck, top LOL, top Leo, bottom Keck, whatever you want to call it. Keck is synonymous with LOL. Context, you can't talk to other people in different factions in World of Warcraft, so if you said lol, it just automatically translated to Kek. It's Kek, yeah. So, Kek is also a uh, frog god in Egypt, and uh, the, the 4chan users on the political board decided that they would pray to this god to, for outcomes in the election. And one of these schizos made this prophecy, and it goes like this. I wanted you to see... Uh, just how far this derangement goes, but just how ingenious uh, prophecies can be made. You know, uh, like, uh, it goes like this. It will happen when the weather cools. That's when they'll make the move. The plans laid long ago, before the founding of America, and older still will come to fruition. They're trying to force God's hand. Watch for these signs. Three branches will become one. An island will drift away. A killing bolt will shine in the night, but will not kill. The star will gorge itself on clay. Idols will speak and move about. The black flag will fly above the dome. The belly of the dragon will drip water. Two voices will call out in a silence that all will hear. A rock will stand on seven hills. The ravens will starve. The bear will leave its cave forever. The rod and ring will strike. And uh, I'd say we're about at the bear will leave its cave forever. Hmm, so anyways, uh, it's October of 2002. All right? I haven't even, st- I haven't even Okay, Harper has some new millennial fucking prophecy of the political days of yore. And Malcolm still hasn't finished his story by the time he was at a hockey or a baseball game with his dad. I haven't even really began the story. I live in the American Gardens building on West 81st Street on the 11th floor. My name is Patrick Bateman. I'm 27 God, years old. Wait, is the bear leaving the cave? Is that supposed to be like California leaving the Union? 
Or it can be seen as Russia striking Ukraine. Take your pick. Okay. <laughs> Take your pick. It's, Take it's your a pick. Uh, discussion. All right. It doesn't have to. I didn't say anything specific. I just kind of alluded to something that, based on uh, geopolitics of the world, uh, you know, may or may not happen in at some time in the future. The black flag flying above the dome is obviously the January sixth insurrection. Yes. Yeah, Robert. Just real quick, it's like it's Malcolm's first prophecy or something. You believe this guy? Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I'm don't... Canadian. We don't have prophecies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, you don't have prophecies that are whispered yeah. to you in your dreams every night? <laughs> I told you they're not people. No, we. What we did was God. Canadians who, are real people. Everyone who like the well, the problem was is it's not me. I would love to have prophecies. I would love to have prophecies. <laughs> Given to me, I would love to be woken up with the nightmare of prophecies, uh, or the dreamscape, or the the love of a prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd love to wake up in the Black Lodge of Twin Peaks. But back in uh, in the history of my country, some uh, some fuckers uh, mm-hmm. who look like me and sound like me, they they took all the it's people like- uh, who you know are kind of in charge of the prophecies in Canada, and then sent them to schools. And they just never return. Now I'm in the generation of of Canadians who don't get prophecy. It's a travesty. Yeah, Malcolm's going to go to sleep tonight and he's going to have a dream of the Black Lodge. And it's just going to be like, this is my sister. <laughs> what oh, is God. that voice? What is it's the backwards talking of Twin Peaks? I'm trying to remember the fucking actual. Oh, the Black Lodge. Of course, that Black Lodge. Yes, of course it's. The yeah, Black I Lodge. think I think it's supposed to be like earning our chairman. I mean, it's like that's but, you true. Know. No, no, we're staying around. backwards, and then it's played forward. Yeah. I've had dreams like that though, Robert. Have Have you ever had dreams where you like wander into a, a secret society meeting and they're pissed off at you? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. This never happened to you, Malcolm? Uh, no, my dreams are that I'm in this office building and I wake up and I'm in front of my desk and then I like turn around in the cubicle and there's just more office building. And then I like have to keep walking in these rooms um, and I kind of walk back and forth. Uh, Malcolm is dreaming back. in the back rooms. Yeah, yeah and then I, you know, there's some robots that are after me and I keep having to like go into vents. But each time I go into a vent, I just enter more of the same. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I legitimately went to sleep one time and I'm in this sort of like fucking, uh, how would you say it? Uh, this, uh, what is, what, what is that fucking art style that was like before the French Revolution where it's all fucking fancy and shit? Why can't I think of what it's called? Uh, Renaissance right art or Art Nouveau or? No. Um, wait, French shit like Ratatouille? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> fuck off! I'm actually, I'm actually like half serious because I have had this dream. This is not a joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of it. Um, I I missed your initial description. Oh, it's so. baroque. It's baroque art. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, baroque so, art. Yeah. So I'm in this fucking tunnel. named after the uh, the wealth of the artists behind it. Oh, so <laughs> I am in this fucking. This is a legitimate dream I had one time. So I am in this fucking hallway, and it's like baroque. There's art. They're like wood paneling in the walls. The ceiling is all fucking painted and beautiful and gold leaf and everything. I can't look out the windows because it's all like white. And I just walking down this fucking room for 
hours and hours and then i'm just like chased by a fucking pit bull all the way to the end and then i go and i run 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 and then i open up these wooden double doors and then i wake up it's the second that i open the doors i'm just like i never want to think about this again dude that was just a nanny dog he was coming to kiss you to death yeah he's giving you those sweet sweet lovings yeah exactly yeah i once had a i'll tell you i one nightmare that i had when i was in like the third grade i once had a, a i once had a dream in which I died, and then Britney Spears danced on my grave. Awesome. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Hit me, we baby, one more time. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly it. And I'm just, I'm in the grave. I'm like, ah! Uh, He's just looking up through the fucking six feet of dirt above you. Yeah, I woke up in a sweat. I remember this very distinctly. I was, oh, Jesus. That's insane. Yeah, that she was, actually... And she was surrounded by a, a ba- like a backup of like zombie dancers. Uh, I've told you about my fucking my, my dream on this podcast before, haven't I? Which no. one? Which one? The the secret society dream. Oh, you just said so. Yeah. But so like, I just said so. Like this episode. Yeah. You were just, you were talking I, I don't about think it. it exists. Okay. If you may have mentioned it, but it might have been cut out of the other episodes. You here's what it here's what happened. Rob, you mentioned it, and then Robert interrupted. Exactly. You. And then I interrupted exactly. Robert. Exactly. And then Robert, when you were like, "Did it? Is this come up?" Robert said yes, and then I interrupted him, and you haven't had a chance. <laughs> we have such a cohesive okay. flow, okay. such a brand we built. So you are in the Memphis, Tennessee, uh, yeah, Bass, in the, Pro, Shop in the Bass Pro Shop. Pyramid. <laughs> exactly. So how how it goes is, I'm in some sort of casino, right? And attendants are dressing me, and they put me in this like white and black striped uh, gown of some sort, and they lead me into this room. I, I go down some stairs, and it's dark except for a bunch of black lights. There's a bunch of neon signs. It looks like what you would think is like a smoking room or something, right? And I remember there being like a very nondescript indent that you pass right before you get to these huge double doors that I just didn't look at. And I open the the double doors, and there's four figures arranged on the right-hand side, all wearing gray, and on the left, two figures in red robes surmounting like one wearing yellow. And this is in a cavernous like flanking. Room. Yeah. The one where, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like all holding torches for the most part, I think, except for the ones in the gray robes. And someone who looks like that nerd kid from back at the barnyard, except like grown up, like, uh, wait, wait, uh, what's back at the barnyard? And so just picture a kid with acne. Like he's kind of fat and he has bad acne. Okay. And he stops me and he's just like, no, no, no. The elders don't want you here yet. You've come at the wrong time, and now you just can't be part of this. You have to leave. So go back the way you came, and whatever you do, don't look in the manger. And like I'm, I'm like forced to walk around the the, the blacklit room, and I see the manger, and like I, I feel like the Lovecraftian urge to look inside, even though I know like what's inside might blast my sanity, you know. But I like resist well enough to make it out of the of the smoking room. And the casino attendants put me back in my regular robes and I look in the mirror and I do not look anything like myself. I'm like a well-to-do white guy with a nice haircut. So you like astral projected in this dude's body while he was in like a fucking normal fucking like Illuminati meeting? Yeah, Illuminati, if you're hearing this 
and I've accidentally projected into one of your meetings, hit me up. I won't despoil your secrets. <laughs> I won't despoil your secrets for profit. I won't sell them to the Freemasons, yo. I thought about joining the Freemasons once. You did? What what stopped you? What kind of hookup do you have at the Freemasons? Huh? What kind of hookup do you have to have to join the Freemasons? Oh, look at me, man. They love me over there. <laughs> yeah, you do, do you have enough teeth to sacrifice for political success? I got a few I could give up. Yeah, a couple in the back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They love a good polar there. Did you ever get your uh, your wisdom teeth removed? Or do you still have them? Uh, I got them removed because, like, uh, they, they were growing in. That's four. That's four you could have kept for the uh, for when they needed your teeth. I don't, we haven't explained this joke to anybody, so uh, I, like <laughs> I don't even that. understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm joining in. Okay, so Washington. Yeah, George, George Washington, Washington was a Freemason, right? But he didn't have no teeth. Don't you think that's kind of a coincidence that all all the shit like went his way in all the battles? Like he. He needed a misty morning and he got it or like he needed a freezing river and he got it. He was able to run away from the British fucking army, literally the best army in the world. He was able to actually do a successful tactical retreat. He also like charged in the middle of bullet fire to stab someone a few times and like gloated over their corpse. He was able to cross a goddamn river on at Christmas. Yeah, I just want to point out how badass it is that George Washington charged a bunch of, like... German mercenaries? Yeah, German mercenaries. Stabbed their captain, and the the soldiers surrounding him were just like, fuck, fine, we give up. He takes the British guy to the church, uh, the, the mercenary captain, whoever he was, and, like, accompanies him during his dying moments in the church, like some sort of Assassin's Creed cutscene. He teabagged him, yeah. <laughs> Thou art... A miserable fool. All right, so it's October of 2002. <laughs> so the whole fucking point of this fucking story is that George Washington sacrificed his teeth oh for military my God. <laughs> So it's October 2002. Yes, it's October 2002. My father has taken me and my brother to see the Vancouver Canucks against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, the Queen is in attendance. She's uh, dropping the puck before the game, all right? The two captains, uh, Swedish uh, hockey legend Marcus Nasland, cap former captain of the Vancouver Canucks, is representing the Canucks. Um, on the other side, representing the San Jose Sharks, is uh, Mike Rishi, Harper's celebrity doppelganger. Wow. <laughs> It, you look at Google him. Google, Google him. Wait, wait uh, what is his name? Sorry. Mike Rishi. R I C C I. R I C C I. Mike Rishi. That's very rude. <laughs> uh, uh, I could maybe see it. This guy's like Andy Sandberg with long hair. He's got your nose. That's what he's got. And that's like that nothing. Nose else. does not look like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's totally your nose. You can't even lie to me. <laughs> Listen, Mike Rishi is a former captain of the San Jose Sharks. He's a former fourth overall pick uh, in the NHL draft. That's it. He, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, is he? He is. Yeah, I mean, you're not a bad-looking guy, Harper. Listen, he is missing some teeth, uh, but that's that's all to do with hockey, and you have your teeth. Did this come into your mind last night when you saw Harper over his camera? No. So this is me uh, just recounting the story 
um, that of a game I went to with my father in which the queen was in t- attendance. And I had to, first of all, I just stand, I, whatever I remember was this big deal. My dad was like, you got to go. This is, a, this is a game you'll remember for the, the rest of your life. Don't remember the score. I don't, I don't remember what happened in the game. I don't know if the Canucks won or if the Sharks won. You just remember that the Queen was there and Steve. I was, I remember, I was 10 years old. <laughs> I was 10 years old. I was like, you know, I was like, what's going um, And, you know, before the game, we had to get there super early. One, because they were, they had a children's choir singing like God Save the Queen, which is just what a, a mood killer before a hockey game. <laughs> uh, second of all, my dad, like, my dad was a smoker, like he was. He was a very avid smoker, um, and so this was at the time when there used to be smoke pits at arenas. Uh, so he liked to get a little there a little bit early so that he could smoke in like with some privacy. Even though like what they ended up doing, you know, during the game, he would you know he'd be out there like five or six times, and each time he wanted to smoke, we'd have to get up from our seats and follow him. Follow him to the smoke pit and just stand in the smoke pit. No, he didn't even just like leave you in your seat to watch the game. He got both of you up to go just watch him smoke. Yeah, go yeah, watch him smoke at the <laughs> just like oh, well you you watch the game there, Malcolm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna be back. Yeah, but we were like we happened to be sitting in this section um where it was like sort of like the like the season ticket holder like almost VIP section by the uh, penalty boxes, and so I remember that that's like the section where the queen happened to be like her box was in that area. Yeah, you know you're focusing in on the queen's box. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh yeah you know everything about the queen's box, don't you, Robert? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I called her my main girl, my queen. This is and this is uh this is the the thrilling conclusion of a mediocre story. Uh, is that when we were coming back, um, my brother and my dad and I, from my dad's, uh, you know, at least fifth or sixth uh, smoke break, the queen, I guess we got slowed down because we couldn't, like, get back to our seats. And it, what it turned out was that the queen had descended from the box and uh, had come down to that section because there was, like, they had, I guess they were selling, like, sandwiches. And she wanted a sandwich, and but she was, I guess, a paranoid. This is what I remember of, like, was in the sandwich so she like watched them make the sandwich and because of that they like cleared out so much of the section everyone's standing to the side who were like oh my god it's the queen she's watching a hockey game she just dropped the puck um wait wait so you saw the queen with your bare eyeballs yeah i was in the fucking arena well, I don't. Well, okay. Well, why did you think I watched a game on television? And, and I'm no, no, no. I was just. I'm describing. Yeah, I don't know. No, no. I was thinking you were watching it through like plate glass or something, but you saw the queen watch her sandwich get made. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That was, uh... <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what I remember from that day. Um, it would have been a much better story if she had eaten a glizzy instead. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, what the fuck, man? This would have would have you know, it would have gone with everything. All right, so let's let's uh let's change it up. So I'm gonna cut it uh we'll, we'll cut this section. It's October second, two thousand. So it's October second, two thousand two. Uh, <laughs> uh, so she we're so we're waiting. Uh so my brother yeah, it's like my dad's fifth or sixth time uh, you know, going to the smoke and we wait her and she's gotta go down and she uh you know, she's waiting. Um, because she I guess like the attendant says, Hey, Mr. Attendant man, I need that glizzy. Yeah. She, that's what she said. I swear to God. She said, I need that glizzy. I'm a glizzy gladiator. And this glizzy Whoa. needs to go in down my throat. 
I this glizzy needs to go down this gobbler. I'm getting wet for the glizzy. Slop it up with some extra ketchup. Uh, you could call it catsup. I don't care that glizzy needs to be in my chompers. Just keep the Dijon on. My, this glizzy needs to be in my chompers ASAP. And uh, I don't want that stinking regular mustard. Dijon that bitch up. This entire thing is going to get cut. <laughs> no, it's staying in. It's staying. This is, this is the thrilling conclusion of an epic story. Yeah. Okay. Well, Malcolm, you know, his dad. And then I watched her. I watched her unhinge her jaw. And, and, <laughs> and, and, like Tucker did last episode. Yeah. And fucking go to town on that glizzy. And I swear, and this is, this is real. It's 100% real. I swear, I saw that her tongue looked like that of a lizard. Her tongue was forked? Is that what you're saying? She blinked? I'm saying she had a forked tongue and her skin was radically... Did you see her blink sideways? Yeah, I saw her blink sideways and her skin happened to have a... uh, It was hard and and green. A, A glossy sheen to it, right? So she's a reptoid. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Dude, it's a prophecy. It's the well, hold on. prophecy. Even, even reptoids deserve a moment of silence. So can we please observe a moment of silence? No, no. It, she de- it deserves a moment of silence until she reappears well, as a different me. person that she had shapeshifted into. Trust me on the moment of silence. Let's get a nice little moment of silence going here. Yeah, moment of silence for the queen, everybody. Let's just... I will remember you. It's of silence, you kind <laughs> No, it's a song going, you know. No, no, trust me. Will you remember me? Oh, yeah. I'm going to level with you. I got a bit, but it only works. It only works if you Okay, okay, okay. Actual shot. moment of silence? Okay. okay, actual moment of silence. I have gathered the Shana Chu Emerald. 